Hello and welcome to Tarot Bites. I'm Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of the Tarot Coloring Book and your host for this podcast series. This is episode 92 of Tarot Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on how to read tarot. For today's episode, our topic is when tarot cards jump out. And I've got a very special guest, my friend, Paige Lafario. Welcome, Paige. Thank you, Teresa. I am so excited to talk about this subject. And, you know, a while back, you had written a blog post about tarot cards that jump out of the deck or fall out, you know, as they're shuffling. And I know that that blog post got, it got lost and the hard drive crashed and all of it fell apart. So we, we cannot access that blog, at least right now, which really stinks, right? Yeah, uh, those freak technological things are just so funny. Yeah, technology, you know, we love it, but it can certainly um, it can certainly have its way with us, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, that post got my attention because it was so brilliant, and that's why I knew right away you're the only person I wanted to talk about when it comes to the subject. Oh, thank you, T. Yeah, so what do people need to know, you know, about cards that jump out of the deck or fall out while you're doing a shuffle? So the first thing you need to know is just pay attention. If you get a jumper or a card that falls out while you're shuffling, um, and this can be something that kind of there's a range of, of experiences I've seen where sometimes the card or cards will literally jump out of the deck. Sometimes they'll just kind of fall. Either way, you're going to want to pay attention to those cards in the context of the reading that you're doing, as well as whatever you kind of were thinking about or had on your mind at the moment those cards jumped out of the deck. Somebody once said to me, and I love, and I don't remember who anymore, um, what falls to the floor comes to the door. Ooh. And I really love that. I think it's really interesting. You know, um, when I was uh, a child, it reminds me of this. When I was a child, if a knife fell, it meant a man was coming. If a fork mm. fell, it was a woman, and a spoon would be a child. You know, so, uh, right? Isn't that interesting? That was one of the weird superstitions in our household, and I think that, that a lot of people do have a superstition about cards falling out. Yeah, definitely. But do you think it's a superstition, or do you think that there's a lot of truth to this? I do think there's a lot of truth, truth to it. I've definitely experienced the power of jumpers in my own readings for both myself and my clients. So let's, let's talk about a couple of examples here. You know, I already mentioned my knife and spoon and fork thing. What might me, what might me think if a court card falls out? Ooh, if a court card falls out. You know, those court cards are so tricky. They're so complex. I would say there's a couple of different ways I might look at that. Um, the first one would be to say, hey, there's definitely a person possibly here in this situation that you really need to look out for. And then we might go into who that person could be. But that's certainly um, the first thing I would look at is what are the people involved in the situation I'm reading about. I'd also look at the person, the clearance themselves, whether that was myself or my client, and say, what aspect of yourself is this? Is it being, it's, it's really whatever it is, it's wanting to come through really strongly, either because it's not being allowed to do so or, or because it's just very important to take into consideration with the situation. I love that. So let's just talk about a card in general. Let's say what you might expect if the death card falls out while you're shuffling. Mm. 
all one of my favorite cards. You know it. Uh-huh. I love it too. Yeah, <laughs> it's my favorite. I love the cards that signify change because change means growth. It means an opportunity to, to better the situation for ourselves. It means that we have the potential for freedom, to achieve some kind of freedom in this moment. Um, and so I would certainly say if the death card pops out as a jumper, you are undergoing some massive but organic and natural change, good change, the kind that happens more sort of slowly over time, maybe than if the tower were the jumper. Mm-hmm. I would say this is a sudden change. That for me is more about the process of change. And um, I would look at the, the whole rest of the reading with that in mind and saying, okay, what change are you already going through? What changes are about to sort of begin? Uh, uh, and what, what to keep in mind as you're going through all that? So let's, what about conflicts? Here's what I mean. Let's mm-hmm. say you're asking about one thing like romance, but the card that jumps out seems to be unconnected to your question. Like you're asking about romance and maybe you get something like, you know, the Eight of Pentacles, which looks like work. So what, mm-hmm. what is that telling you if you're thinking about one thing and asking about one thing, but the card that jumps out is completely different? Well, that's a great question. I've definitely had that happen before. What I usually do when that happens is I sort of set the card aside. I'm like, okay, this might not make sense to us right now, but let's go on with the rest of the reading and just have that card on the side, almost like a little guardian angel looking over the reading and see if we can't figure out where this fits in there. There may be something with the the love situation or the situation that we're reading for that relates to this part of life that you hadn't quite thought of or that there's some kind of hidden connection there that we weren't previously previously aware of. In your example with love but the eight of pentacles comes out, I'd definitely say, is there some kind of romance situation going on at work how does that play in but i would reserve judgment on that until we've done the reading and as we went through the reading i would look back to that card and then at the end i would review everything and relate it back to that initial jumper Mm. and figure it all out piece those sort of puzzles together once we had all the pieces in play i love that sometimes you know that reminds me when a card jumps out and if it doesn't make sense another thing i like to do then is like you do put it aside but then Keep it aside and then do another shuffle and do a reading based on that card. Ooh. Oh, I love that. That's just a fun way of working with it, you know, because, yeah. again, they're trying to get our attention. So what the heck is this all about? Let's find right. out. Right. So sometimes another thing I'll do if I don't quite get what the jumper's trying to say is simply pull a clarifier card. Yep. Um, if I'm doing the rest of the reading and we're still not really clear on how it's fitting in, I'll pull that sort of bridge card to be like, okay, mm. give us some more information about the connection between this jumper and the rest of the reading. And sometimes it may simply be that the jumper is actually not addressing the reading itself, but more something that person had on their mind while we were shuffling or I've even had readings for clients where the jumper wasn't for them. It was for me. Wow. I love yeah. that. You and know, sometimes, that, yeah, sometimes those cards are more about it's trying to get our attention. Right. Yeah. And this might be the only way that they have to do it. Uh, so when that happens, I generally really rely on my intuition. Mm-hmm. And that's where all those practices of strengthening our connection with our intuitive knowing really come through and help us um, so we can know what we're dealing with. Is this for me? Is this for you? Is this about the reading? Is it not? What's going on here? Being able to trust ourselves in those moments is invaluable. 
to interpreting the jumper correctly. Totally. So my last question is, what about people who purposely shuffle really sloppy just to make a card fall out on purpose? I've had this happen, you know, where there's a, there's a few clients who seem to drop more cards than normal and they want to make a big deal about it. Um, you know, what do we need to know about that? How do you handle that if you feel someone's pulling that? Mm, I'd say, you know, my first instinct there is this is a person who actually really does need to work on trusting themselves. Mm. I think that there's some some knowing inside them, something their intuition's trying to tell them that they they're having trouble connecting to that intuitive part of themselves, but they they can sense there's something there that they need to pay attention to and they're kind of externalizing it to the cards and trying to get the answers from outside and not really paying attention to those inner voices. Mm. So if that were my client, I might say, all right, let's take a moment, let's breathe, let's center ourselves kind of almost restart, let's really get into that good internal zone Mm -hmm. from which we can talk to the cards and reflect and remind them that this isn't about, the answers aren't the cards themselves. These are just a mirror. It's just a tool to help us understand what we already know and the information that's, that's already out there for us. It's not, the cards are not the oracle. They're not the end all be all, you know. I love that. You know, and that's really a more compassionate way than I deal with it. I usually say, well, it looks like you're just being clumsy, so let's uh, put that thing back in there and shuffle it up again. <laughs> but anyhow, I really love the wisdom that you shared with my audience today, Paige. This is so wonderful. Um, so I want to thank you for being here today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. Right on. And Paige, where can people find you? People can find me on social media, on Instagram and Twitter, at tarotnp. And they can find me online at pagezafairu.com. That's P-A-I-G-E-Z as in zebra, A-S as in Frank, E-R-I-O-U.com. Wonderful. Well, I will tell people that, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and you love Paige's wisdom, definitely make sure you check out her work. She is a genius. So, again, thanks a lot, Paige. Love you. Thanks for having me, too. Love you, too. All right, guys. So that wraps up this episode of Tarot Bites. And you can check out lots more tarot goodness on my website, thetarolady.com. I've got free introductory classes for tarot newbies, the tarot coloring book, and hundreds of blog posts, astrological forecasts, and lots of other good stuff for you to scope out and enjoy. I want to thank you again for listening and also say have a beautiful day. And hey, if you have a few minutes, take time to go to iTunes and leave a positive review uh, for Tarot Bites. That way you can help more tarot-curious people find their way to this little podcast. And as always, I love to close off by saying, pay close attention to your intuition throughout your day and let it guide you into making brave, excellent choices. Remember that you are always in the driver's seat of your life. You are in charge of your decisions, your plans, the action steps that you take or don't take. You're the boss. And if you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change that. Nothing is ever fixed in stone. The tarot cards tell a story, but you write the ending.